Welcome to the Divine Lotus Healing Podcast. I'm your host, Laura West. We cover energy medicine, spiritual topics, and natural plant-based medicine. Learn how to live your most soul-centered, high-vibe, holistic lifestyle. Join me on the journey. Let's get started. And there, awesome. see up here. Okay. And we're gone. We're alive. We're in it. We're Hi, in everyone. it. Hi. Oh, this Hello. is so fun. <laughs> Carolyn and I have had the pleasure of um, jamming out today together. We get <laughs> to see each other and hang out every once in a while, not as often as we would like. And we got to have some lunch together today. And we thought we would come here and share with all of you and just kind of freestyle this and share. Um, we're having so much fun. We just couldn't keep all this fun to ourselves. We just had to spread the fun. So I hope you guys are ready for some fun. We're gonna, I guess, do a little channeling each of us, a little inspirational speaking. And then I'm gonna ask Miss Laura a bunch of questions and you're going to learn all the intimate story of Miss Laura and how she became the amazing world conquering awesome inspiring woman that she is today and then I get to interview <laughs> Carolyn and ask her all the amazing things that you've always been wondering about her because it's so so often we find that we're in the work right and we're doing the stuff and we're channeling the work for the clients and it's nice to take a pause and let you peek behind the curtain and see, see behind the scenes yeah. so we'll do a little bit of that today too um so how do you want to do it who wants to go first well i'm feeling kind of inspired to talk go. so i'll yeah. talk for a little bit and then you talk for a little bit um, as some of you may know, I am, in addition to being a psychic medium and a healer, I'm also a priestess for the Yoruba goddess, Yamaya, um, who is uh, the sort of representation of the divine feminine and especially motherhood and the sea. And always, whenever I'm with other women, I'm feeling particularly that kind of wonderful connection that we have. Not that I don't feel connected to men or not that we don't all have a feminine part, but I think there's something kind of really special. We've been having sort of a moment of girlfriend bonding. We had a two hour lunch. <laughs> but anyway, I feel um, very much like I would just like to speak to you for a little bit um, and allow myself to become overshadowed a little bit by Yemaya and inspired by her as to what um, guidance and wisdom she might want to speak. So if you'll just give me a moment and let me sort of get into my space, I'm going to do that just for a few minutes and we'll see what happens. Thank you. Hmm. This is a beautiful world. We are so often in a place of decrying the many, many struggles that are taking place in our world right now. And sometimes we lose track of the fact that the world 
remains, even at its worst, truly beautiful. And in fact, appreciating the beauty of the world becomes an almost revolutionary act. Because as you know, the more you look and the more you appreciate, the more it grows. The more we notice the beauty of the flowers, the trees, our friends, those amazing moments of interaction that we all have each and every day with other people, with places, with things, all of these things are there and available to us, but it's easy to become overwhelmed and begin looking in the other direction. In this moment, to take a moment to breathe, to just enjoy the bliss and pleasure and joy of being here together. I'm so blessed to be with the lovely Laura and so blessed to be sharing a little bit of my afternoon with you and a little bit of my joy with you. And I hope if watching this little video makes you happy, that you will then go out and share a little joy with someone else. You don't have to jump on Facebook to do it. You could just live do it in a moment. But maybe this, in fact, is a revolutionary act to actually share and appreciate the joy of each other. So on that note, I'm just going to thank you for watching and let's see what amazing Laura might wish to bring forth. That's incredible. Thank you to Yoruba for coming through in the beginning there. That was amazing. <laughs> All right, so I channel the Council of Light and I have channeled them for about a decade on my blog and they did free messages and now they mostly come through client work. They haven't come through publicly in a long time, but they feel like they're around. The energy of the sacred, the energy of the spiritual realm feels like it's very, very high right now above our heads and it feels like it's enveloped us. Even as we were coming down the hall, it felt like it was getting stronger and stronger. So I'm just going to slip in and let them speak and they want to begin. Greetings to you all great starry sparkly beings. Stop what you are doing and listen to this very carefully. You are worthy. You are divine. You are a light on this earth plane and you are meant to be here. Stop playing small. Stop playing small. Stop playing small. You have great, great service to the world and you must bear your heart open wide and move forward into your greatness at all turns, regardless of the cost. For if you do so, you will be living in your utmost potential. If you do so, you will be fulfilling your soul contract. You each listening to this message have agreed to come here and move mountains of energy. You have been part of a tribe of souls that is here to shift the vibrational frequency of the earth plane. And we are going to remind you that you have stopped and it is time to start again. You play small. You have fear, you have worry, you have doubt, you have disbelief, you have disparaging, discouraging remarks about self and about others. Stop that now. They feel like they're chiding us a little here. Mm -hmm. You are a divine spark and you are here to do big things. Get back into the bigness. 
be in alignment, be in the harmony, be in the assuredness of the upper echelons of the vibrations. Meditate every day, eat healthy food, exercise, and pull your vibrational frequencies of your physical beings up into the high realms at all times. This is spiritual warriorship. You must and you will because you have charged yourselves and agreed in these lifetimes to do so. There is a catalyst. There is an energy of turning. There is a precipice that the energy of the globe is hanging on and you must help to propel it forward. That is why you are here on a grand and global scale connected to each other. Each of you, yes, it is true, have your own journeys and your own connections to your own selves and your own sources. And that is work we will do with you one-on-one -on -one individually at another time. We are talking about the collective consciousness of all of you as human beings. Each person who is listening to this message now is a spiritually woke person. You might not feel like you are. You might not feel like you have skills. You might not feel like you are accomplished. Knock that off. <laughs> you are. You were, and you always will be. Stop with the self-doubt. Stop with the disparaging remarks. Step into your grace. Step into your positivity, step into your light. You are all glorious light. You all have places and things and people and connection and network and movement forward. It is time and we welcome you into that journey here and now. And it is no coincidence that we bring forward this message between two women who are powerfully in that themselves. They recognized this for themselves long ago. They stepped into their authenticity. They stepped into their service to their fellow human beings, and they are here for you now. If you need help, turn to them or others like them. Do your work. If you do not, we have a dire warning for you. You will shrivel and you will die, you will cease to exist. Your soul will cry and become malnourished and it will cease to be here. We don't mean to be so stark. We understand that this is not how we usually come to you, but we want to be very clear. Your job is to move forward into the light at all times, get plugged back in. Do so now. We are not asking, we are telling. know your way. You know your path. You know what to do. Search your soul. What brings you joy? Walking along the river. What brings you joy? Riding your bike. What brings you joy? Writing. What brings you joy? Meditating. What brings you joy? Bringing your children to school. What brings you joy? Being with your dog. It does not matter. Do that which brings you joy. If it brings you joy to cook, do that. If it brings joy to read a good book, do that. Be in your joy. Be in your joy. Be in your joy. When you are in your joy, you will cast a vibration out to the world around you and the people around you on a subconscious level will feel the joy and they too will tune to the frequency of joy. It is that simple. Partake in all things good. Focus on everything positive. Yes, there is suffering, yes, there is sorrow, and yes, there is pain, but if you continue to talk about it, think about it, watch it on the news, read it on the papers, and hear it on the radio, what are you perpetuating? The suffering and the sorrow. Step outside that. Do not own that. 
close your heart to that. Not to be negative and not to be exclusive, but to also step into grace. Be in the grace, be in the grace, be in the grace at all times. And with this short and sweet message, we say adieu. We will come another time. Thank you and namaste. Oh, that was amazing. Oh. I think that echoes part of what we were talking about at lunch, right? It does. Really? It absolutely does. And it goes back to this thing of being all that we can be. Mm -hmm. That seems to be the theme. And I will say there's an aspect in our current society uh, which is all about kind of keeping people down at a certain level, uh, keeping you feeling that it's not possible for you to do certain things or it's not desirable. And you really need at this time to, and this is the thing of the revolutionary act, is to be able to truly turn away from the uh, expectations or the what's on TV or what your friends are doing or what your parents are saying or what anyone is saying, turn in to your heart and find that thing that brings the joy and from that joy to lift others. This is in fact revolutionary. So Mola. I knew we were going to turn this way. I have questions for you, too. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to ask you a couple yeah, yeah, yeah. of questions, but I thought it would be fun. We cooked this up a little bit over lunch, but the idea is, I'm sure you know Laura. You see her all the time. She's amazing. She does a million things. Um, but there may be just a few things that maybe she doesn't always talk about that might be inspiring along this theme of being our authentic selves and then sharing that with others. So I know that you've been doing healing work in some form or another for a long time. And my first question is, how did you know that this was really going to be your vocation rather than just a hobby or rather than just something for the kid when he fell down and hurt himself? How did you know that this was going to be your life work? What a fascinating question. Because part of my story that I tell is that ever since I was a little girl, I knew I had these abilities, right? But there's a difference between having the abilities and then being the businesswoman with the abilities. Correct. And I would say, this is going to sound strange, but I would say it wasn't until about five years into running my business that I mm. really started to own this is life work. This is soul work that earns my income. Mm -hmm. And it's funny to say that because I was doing the work, right? I was in it, but I didn't believe it fully about myself. I didn't, I didn't let myself believe that I was that good or that I was that proficient or that I was that clear for my clients or whatever it was, right? However, I want to describe that. I'm not sure the best way to say it, but until I really had built a client base and I had steady income coming in and and, and mo moving into that space, it wasn't that I didn't trust myself because I had had ability since I was little, but I just was on this autopilot of listening to the yes in my life. Mm. And so there was no climactic moment of shattering 
here's your business. Now it's open. It just sort of mm-hmm. evolved and it was always easy nice. to open and flow. And I always listened to the guidance that flows through my life and it was just a joy. And then I would say maybe like five years in, it just sort of hit me. It's like, Oh, I'm a two career woman. And part of my life is this business of spirituality and sacredness. How do you market that? How do you make money doing that? Well, you do what you've been doing. Well, what do you, how do you describe what you've been doing to people? I don't know. So then I started to parse out like, how, how did I get here? People want to know that. And they do. Some of my coursework is devoted to that. And some of my coaching work that I do now with people is around that because they're looking at opening their own lives. And I have all this experience now after doing this for over a decade. Yeah, I'm getting off on a tangent, but. No, but it it related to the question, and I'm going to ask you one more question, and that is this, because I know that you're a great coach. I've come to you myself for coaching, and I know that you have good advice. I'm sure that there's probably somebody out there right in this moment who might be watching this video saying, well, gee, you know, I've been feeling just this little itch to do something different, or I think I'd like to learn how to maybe do Reiki or read tarot, or I don't know, I just feel called to do something, but I'm not sure how do I know if it's really right for me. And I'm wondering if you can speak to um, having the courage to really allow yourself to sort of step out on a limb and do something you might have been feeling a little whisper about, but just haven't quite had the courage to fully embrace. If you could talk about that just a little bit. I love that. I think the key to any piece of our life being successful, whether it's in the spiritual and psychic realm, like you and I are dabbling in, or if it's in finance or whatever, Mm -hmm. in in buying a new home or manifesting a new job or going to college, whatever it is for ourselves. I have a niece who's going off to college in the fall and Mm -hmm. man, is she on the precipice of doing great things. Her world is cracking wide open. And I just see her standing at the edge of a cliff and she's got these wings and she's going to fly. And she doesn't really have a clue where she's going, but I know that she's going to be doing amazing things. And I just, I'm holding space for her in that regard. Right. I think that's the key. It's just listening to those little whispers, listening to that intuition in our heart that says, it's time to go to take up a painting class, or you need to go and learn the martial art of Taekwondo, or it's time to learn how to play Mahjong, whatever it is for ourselves. That just mm-hmm. is that, that thread, that pull, that heartstring. We need to just do it without overanalyzing, without rationalizing, without thinking with our mental mind. Why am I learning X, Y, and Z? Why am I leaning into A, B, and C? Why am I doing one, two, and three? Don't question it, just do it. And from there, there's an opening that happens with this beautiful authentic path that gets created. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like it's a little door and it's knocking and all you have to do is open it and step on and the path gets created as you're going. That's certainly how I've become so blissfully, wonderfully happy and abundant and satisfied and fulfilled in all the ways that I have been in my life because I always listen to those next little inklings and where they've led me and I had no business plan Mm. when I first opened my business. Mm. I just knew spirit was talking to me very clearly saying, and now it's time to build a website. And I was like, what? I don't Mm. know what I'm doing, but I built one because it just was the right thing to do. And so it just worked itself out and it was in flow. There was no stress. I just, I I had fun. There was no worry because I didn't know what to worry about. I just was exploring and and, Mm. and interested in the inquiry of things. Mm. So 
for folks who are sort of sitting in this place in your lives, maybe you're feeling a little stuck. Maybe you're feeling a little bit disgruntled. Maybe you're feeling a little bit stunted. I don't know. Just, you know, whatever, label that however you want to label that for yourselves. And it doesn't have to be earth shattering. We're not talking about like massive, you don't need to be having a cataclysmic life hiccup or losing a job or, or trying to get into a new structure of home or something. And just, it could be just a little, like a little pull of the heart. Really take the time to honor that for yourself and listen to what that's telling you to do and go explore that and be inquisitive about it. And from there, you will start to step into your authenticity. You mm -hmm. will start to step onto a path that is true for you. And like you and I were talking about at lunch, you know, Carolyn and I are both psychic mediums and we have this amazing ability to talk to the spiritual realm, but we both do it in very unique ways. She is Got, she has the gift of writing and she has the gift of music that I don't have. I have the gift of natural herbs and essential oils and medicine, and I have the gift of energy healing. She also does the energy healing part, right? But we come through these different avenues to do this bigger, more, I call it like a soup of work. You too will find your way of doing your work, and it's going to come through you in these nuances that may be similar to other people but are unique to you. Just enjoy it. Just be in it. That's lovely. And I will say uh, it's almost a little bit like that song, Follow the Yellow Brick Road, right? I was thinking of that. Yeah. <laughs> I was so thinking of it. Follow the Yellow Brick yeah. Road and yeah. just step, 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 yeah. step. And that takes courage. And once again, back to my initial point, it takes turning away from all the voices out there which are telling you there's only one way if you're not making money at it right away in the first six months junk it you can never really make money doing something you love you need to follow this no 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 ah so miss laura is there anything else you want to add to the people there uh i don't know why this is coming to me but there's a piece of advice that has been coming through a lot of my client sessions lately, and that is don't quit your day job to pursue your passion, mm -hmm. right? You, there is room in your life for both. Don't, what is the expression? Don't put the cart before the horse. Don't yes. cut off your nose to spite your face. All those kind of parables. Keep the stability that's already in your lives mm -hmm. and bring in more wonderment and excitement as you're creating. Oh, that's go. gorgeous. And never, never really stressing yourself out because I think also that goes back to a certain societal pressure that says <clears throat> that you have to be one thing. Either you're a teacher or a healer yeah. or a writer or a musician. Well, how about now in this new world, I think there are a lot more flexible models in which yeah. we combine many gifts because we do have many gifts and the more that you can be open to different possibilities the less stress you will feel to put all the eggs in one basket and have it be only only that one thing agreed yeah, yeah that's so lovely um, can i ask you some questions now ask me ask i'm really curious this is a personal um, i'm asking her because i want to know yeah Yes. Yes. Tell us a little bit about okay. her and the history of her, and then I'm going to follow up with some more questions. Okay. So <clears throat> here's the thing. Being of African-American heritage, it was very important for me to find something that felt spiritually 
related to my ancestors. Now, I come from generations of Methodists, very serious Methodists, I will say ministers and all that, and I honor them as well. But I also wanted to look beyond that to the source. Um, and when I found out about the Yoruba religion, which was actually brought to the uh, Americas by the slaves that were brought over, they brought their religion from West Africa. And there are a lot of different varieties of it, but I found that in that religion, there was a lot more focus on nature and there was a lot more focus on femininity and feminine divine power. And this really called to me. So as a priestess of Yemaya, so long story short, and I will not go into all the details, but I did become initiated as a priestess in Santeria, which is a religion based in this Yoruba African heritage. I now, being individualist that I am, I have also taken my own left turn and kind of practice it now in my own way. Um, but the fact is that I am connected to Yemaya, who is the African goddess from this Yoruba tradition. And she is considered to be related to the ocean, to big rivers, to motherhood, to the foundations of life, to bringing life, healing, all these kind of powers. It's a very, very powerful archetypal energy, if you will. And so I just have felt always very, very connected and very, very much um, that my work is supported and brings forward this aspect of her into the modern world. And I feel that it's much needed in this modern world. We need healing. We need the divine feminine in all her aspects. And you don't actually need to go to Africa or to Cuba or get initiated or anything in order to respect the divine feminine, respect the power and energy of water of the ocean, you know, our bodies are about 75% water, maybe more. This is a very intrinsic part of who we are. So that's a long-winded answer, but yeah. Thank you. Okay, so Yemaya is the goddess. That's okay. her. Do you channel her? Do you, do you commune with her? I have, I talk uh -huh. to her all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm not always bringing her through in words, mm -hmm. in the traditional, um, ceremonies, she comes through as dancing and that kind of thing. I feel her around me when I sing. Uh, I feel her around me. Interestingly, when I do Reiki on people, I can feel the energy around, obviously, at the ocean. And yeah, stay tuned because I feel that this is something that I'm going to develop my ability to bring through even more because as I said, I do feel that it's much needed. And not only me, there are millions of people worldwide who uh, connect with this energy. And in my view, there can't be too many people 
uh, channeling, yes. bringing through, connecting, and that because right. uh, we need it. Uh, my husband once a few years ago said, hey, cool, there's a book on Amazon from the Council of Light. Do you want me to tell you about it? And I was like, no, I don't need to know about it. I didn't write it, right? But there, right. Are, of course, there are other people are doing other the Council of Light out there in the world, of course. Mm -hmm. right? And we welcome that. This is, we are not exclusive to, no. to that. Um, when you channel, what, what do you do to prepare yourself? What Great question. You? Great question. I'm learning more and more, and this has to do also with my work as a medium. I also connect with dead people, to put it kind of Can we parse that out? That's a lovely little aside. Let's parse out the difference between being psychic and being a medium and being a channel, right? Because there are oh, slight technicalities. Bring it, baby. Do you want to talk right. about it? Uh, we can both. I'll, I'll talk a yeah. little, and the, but I won't go forever. But learning how to be a medium, which involves moving yourself out of the way to allow uh, a, a voice or an entity, not an entity, actually a person, from the spirit world to come through and to then be able to converse with that person, that's considered mental mediumship. Now there are other forms of mediumship involving going into a trance, your actual body changing and all that. I don't do those things, but people do. My work with channeling involves a little bit less of being aware of the specific person that comes through and describing, I have your mother here, she wants this or that. This is connection to a specific higher entity. Sometimes it's a person, sometimes it's more like a collective of many people. And you're, it's, it's somewhat similar, but you know what? It's like having different addresses you can go to. The psychic work for me involves a soul to soul. I connect with your soul, my soul to your soul. I like to say that everyone has the ability to do that because that is a natural part of being human. Um, so yeah. So. Lovely. Okay. <laughs> okay, that was the aside. Now go back to what you do to channel. Oh, so <laughs> when I get ready, um, I need to most importantly put my conscious mind to the side. And I try to allow myself to get small, the Carolyn part of me that's worrying about, oh my God, I'm on Facebook, all these people are going to see. Well, uh, I try to put that part really small and allow a higher energy to come in and then move my mind up. And it helps to be in a very, very happy, upbeat vibration because that is the vibrations that the higher energies live yeah. in, in that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I always find it more joyful and more um, easy to access information when the client that I'm working with or the group that I'm involved with has joy rather than fear and Absolutely. trepidation. Yeah. I can certainly read in amongst fear and trepidation, but I choose not to, right? So that's right. Um, yeah, for me it feels sort of like a cloak or like a like a muffled energy of mm. softness that comes around my crown and my head. Mm. And I, when I'm doing my morning meditation my, in my private practice, oftentimes my spiritual tribe will come and physically move my body. And nice. it's like a download and a release of energy and an infusion of energy, almost like they're working out my physical body as an mm -hmm. exercise to mm -hmm. get my spiritual body prepared to do whatever the work is that I need to do for the day. Yes. And if I 
um, if I've gone too long, I try and have a daily practice, but if I've gone like several days in a row without a meditation, which is rare, I feel like I'm starting all over again and I'm clunky mm -hmm. and I'm like rusty and yes. like I'm full of all kinds of kinks and energy. I like understand stickiness. that. Yep. So for me, there's a, a big part of being able to slip into the zone so easily is to be in the routine of slipping in all the time. That's Every right. Every single day. That's right. right. I remember when I first started this work and then I was doing Reiki sessions with people, the spiritual guidance in my life said, well, now you need to start letting us come through and have spiritual counseling sessions. And I was like, what? I don't mm. trust myself. Mm. And so they would come and they would put me in this bubble. I felt like I was wrapped up in saran wrap and bubble mm. tape and like packaged in a big muffled thing. And mm -hmm. it, it, um, I was, I was almost going to sleep while they were talking to the clients yes. and then I would wake back up and the yes. clients would say, Oh, this is what happened. And this is what they said. And this yes. is the answers that they got. Yes. And I wouldn't really have recollection of it. The trance state. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I almost, I was in this place in my development. This was a decade and a half, like just over a decade ago when I was first starting mm -hmm. out where I didn't trust myself enough. Now I can be awake. I can be talking. I can slip into the zone and slip back out. I, I mean, exactly. just like what we did here. It's like, it's just second nature to me because right. I practice so much, but, um, it's always interesting to me to see how other people that are Absolutely. in this line of work get into their their access mode because I guess it's like art, right? Or like music. Composers compose different pieces of music. Artists will have different technical skills that are different from each other, mm -hmm. even though they're all artists. That's right. We here in this zone of spiritual connectedness have different avenues of getting into our sacred space to work with people. So I, I absolutely always curious to ask people how they do it. And yet there'll always be a commonality, which is the surrender factor. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. But yes, and I will say also, just as you're saying, there's a daily practice mm -hmm. or at least a hopefully several times weekly practice. Mm -hmm that is a practice of surrendering, of kind of letting go, of allowing, and the more you do it, the more you trust that what's gonna come out of your mouth is going to be of yeah. value, is going to resonate at a, at a higher level. And, and it's a wonderful, beautiful, beautiful practice. I'm actually in the midst of creating a course to help people with how to do this. So stay tuned. That's it's going to be soon online. And I know Laura has a psychic development class <laughs> yeah. for the same purpose. It's a wonderful thing that I think anyone at some level, and not everyone is interested in channeling the Council of Light or whatever, but everyone has access to their soul, to their own yeah. soul, and you know, yeah. all that. Yeah. This is a natural place to plug our work. So where can people find you online? They can find me at carolynwilkins.com. And I have all my stuff there. I write murder mysteries. I write nonfiction. I'm a jazz musician. I'm also a spiritual medium, Reiki healer, and psychic. And all around awesome. <laughs> Great esteemed friend and colleague. <laughs> and what about you, Will? Well, people Tell can them. find me at divinelotushealing.com and I'm a Reiki master and I'm a channel and a psychic and a medium and I channel the Council of Light and I work with essential oils because I also practice herbal medicine and I help people get healthy and spiritually connected, both physically, mentally, and spiritually through the use of oils. 
So there we go. And we both have coursework that's online and we both have classes and we both have lots of resources. So if you're interested in developing more, check out our stuff. Absolutely. That's it. We just had so much fun being here with you and jamming. We did. We knew we wanted to come, but we didn't know what we were going to do. We sort of freestyled this. It was like we ran a rap battle and we just freestyled our rap, right? <laughs> so thank you for hanging with us in this time. It just brings us the most joy to be able to do this work in service to the world and to co-create together and to co-create with you. And we'll see you again another time. All right. Bye for now. <laughs> Looking for more inspired action in your life? Visit me at divinelotushealing.com for classes, sessions, coaching, meditations, and all kinds of other cool stuff. 